0: Welcome to Radio Rollback Podcast, celebrating the greatest days of music radio. Now, here's your host, Jeff Martin. Hello once again and welcome now to episode 36 of the Radio Rollback Podcast. I was talking to somebody about a podcast today and having talked to them I kind of wish I'd have put this in series. So maybe we'll have a series of 40. <laughs> if we're still going you still want more and then we'll, we'll start all over again. But thanks very much indeed for everyone for your kind comments uh, about the chat with Ray Clark. I really really enjoyed it and it seems like uh, Uh, You did too, which is absolutely fabulous. And uh, sort of uh, our Ray Clark theme kind of continues on the podcast uh, this month because, uh, as I mentioned on the podcast last month on episode 35, uh, we're going to be bringing you um, the All at Sea, or certainly some of it, uh, that uh, Ray Clark put together and uh, co-presented with Peter Phillips. We'll be doing that in a moment or two also later on in the uh, podcast, we'll be um, playing out that uh, Veronica clip uh, I told you about last time. I have found out it's called Teenage Express. There's a male and female presenter on it. Uh, Lots of exciting uh, Dutch adverts as well. And uh, it's a great bit of radio I think. Uh, It's from 1964 but I don't know who the uh, presenters uh, were and uh, was it a one-off show, a weekly show or whatever? If any of you can Help Me Out on Teenage Express where we'll be playing that out uh, towards the end of the podcast This is Radio Rollback So let's have our uh, first bit of audio which will indeed be the Breeze AM All at Sea. Uh, This, uh, if you want to know all about how it came about, uh, then uh, uh, listen again back to episode 35 with my uh, chat with uh, Ray Clark. So it was on um, Radio Caroline's uh, 30th birthday. She was anchored in the River Blackwater, pretty much where she is now. Yeah, it was just, I think, a fabulous broadcast. I really enjoyed listening back to it again uh, while I was uh, editing it for uh, this particular recording. So without further ado, uh, let's join, first of all, Peter Phillips and then Ray Clark with Breeze AM. And this is All at Sea.
1: Eight-hour tribute programme on Breeze is coming live from the Ross Revenge, which is now moored off Bradwell. The pirate station, which was launched in the 60s, changed the face of British pop radio forever. Programme producer and presenter Ray Clark says Caroline has been a pioneer throughout its history.
2: I think it's a celebration of all of the good times that they've had over the last 30 years. There's a song that will always trigger up a memory. You can always remember where you were the first time you heard House of the Rising Sun by The Animals, uh, A Wider Shade of Pale, Procol Harem, or, for instance, more recent music. Caroline were the first station to play Dire Straits, the first station to play REM, the first station to play Simply Red. For
1: Essex Reports,
2: I'm Anton Jarvis.
1: Give your home a new look this summer with a New Look Window Systems Conservatory. Our spring promotion means good quality conservatories at crazy trade prices. Lean-to styles from just £2,500 and Victorian styles from £2,900. Give us a call on Romford 375-467 or come and see us on Sunflower Street at the Spring Gardening Fair Olympia this Easter weekend. New Look Window Systems. No hard sell, just hard to beat quality at an affordable price. Call Romford 375-467 now. Thinking of buying a brand new... lounge or dining suite, this has to be the best anywhere. Essex Furniture, the makers of lifetime guaranteed lounge suites give you their best ever offer. Pay a small deposit, then pay not a single penny more until January 1995. Unbelievable. From there, you'll have up to three years interest-free credit. For a written quote, call Southend 46444 or see local press. No more payments till January 1995. Then, up to three years interest-free credit. For offers, no one is better than Essex Furniture.
2: Live from the Rossery Bench, anchored in the River Blackwater, breeze presents all at sea a tribute to 30 years of radio caroline it all started over the easter weekend of 1964.
1: (laughs) the bbc light program from london half past five this morning weather a news summary followed by breakfast special with david simon Five Choice is introduced this morning by Keith Fordyce, and that takes us through till 5 to 10 and our morning prayers. At 10 o'clock, it's A Fine Thing to Sing with Bill McHugh, and at 10.30, music while you work.
3: by the fortunes now that's a song which brings back memories to us all a very good morning to you we are breeze it's now seven minutes past ten it's sunday morning ray clark and i are here on the ross revenge live on the river blackwater in bradwell <laughs> within spitting distance of the power station um, really we're here until six o'clock this evening reliving some memories of our own and, and also hopefully giving you some idea Of what life was like both on board and behind the scenes during the 60s and the 70s the 80s and indeed right up until the present day and i suppose rather inevitably the first word has to go to the founder of radio caroline ronan o'reilly a fascinating man as anybody who knows him will tell you Uh, probably one of the great men of his generation Um, but of course with greatness very often comes weirdness (laughs) ask him a question he will get an answer eventually uh, it'll come complete with examples and reminiscences observations and wildly speculative theories uh, some of which have been pretty well thought out and others will be straight off the cuff where they should perhaps have stayed uh, we're hoping actually that he'll drop in later but for now it may be no bad thing that his opening comments are on tape i had a
4: flattened a penthouse flat in place in fact and, and we were all sitting around you know it was 7 at friday night i was going to start the testing and we all watching our watch, and everything else and suddenly seven thirty arrived. And there was must be fifteen of us there, you know, people that maybe involved, well, maybe twelve of us or something. Seven thirty arrived and we all sort of looked at each other, right? And there wasn't a radio in the whole place. There wasn't one single radio. So we all went sort of flying out into each place all kinds of directions to find a radio. And suddenly, you know, in chicane it it was it was amazing it wasn't amazing i mean you can't you can't really describe the feeling it's it's an impossible thing to describe a tremendous moment i mean lots of people must have similar moments but in, in different things that they do in life right so it was an amazingly high moment I and mean, it was absolute magic. Zap, you were there, you'd done it, it was happening and they had a whole team of people you really enjoyed being with, and working with and suddenly the show was on the road. This is Radio
5: Caroline on 199, your all-day music station. We are on the air every day from 6 in the morning to 6 at night. The time right now is 1 minute past 12 and that means it's time for Christopher Moore. Hello, and happy Easter to all of you. This is Christopher Moore with the first record program on Radio Caroline. The first record is by the Rolling Stones, and I'd like to play it for all of the people who work to put the station on the air, and particularly for Roman.
2: care too much for money, money can't buy me love reputed to have been the first record ever played on Caroline. It wasn't, it was not fade away, the Rolling Stones, you heard that one as well Hello, I'm Ray Clark, in another life I was Mick Williams, only for a short while I'd admit, Uh, but I'm paying my penance now for working on Caroline by producing this programme. We have Peter Phillips here as well who's lurking locally to uh, use an old Caroline expression Uh, that's from the 60s and it's the 60s that we're heading to in just a moment Uh, just to reiterate what we're up to we're looking at the 60s, the 70s and the 80s and indeed into the 90s with the history of the world-famous Radio Caroline. It's a story that we can't possibly even begin to scratch the surface of, really. Uh, it's like doing the history of the world in eight hours, but we'll have a jolly good try. And uh, I mentioned we were going back to the 60s. Indeed, we are with Micah Hearn, a chap now working on commercial radio in London. He uh, also, in his time, has done one programme for Radio 1 and uh, lived in Australia for a few years doing programmes there. Now, in bad sea conditions, a bacon sandwich is probably the last thing you could want, but for Micah Hearn, it brought trouble from a different quarter.
6: There was one time uh, Patrick Hamilton, uh, who was known as Mark Sloan, uh, on Radio Caroline. He was a newsreader, Radio Caroline South. And we got hungry one night, and we decided we wanted a bacon sandwich. So they used to lock the refrigerator for some inexplicable reason. So I went down to the chef, and I got the keys, and I came upstairs, and I opened the fridge, and I was cooking the bacon, and Patrick and I were standing in the galley doing it. And this captain, a guy called Honaker, who was a real Nazi, I mean, he really was the pits, and he came down, and he says, What are you doing in the galley? And I said, We're making a bacon sandwich, captain. He says, mr ahern you'll immediately put the bacon away and you will not have any bacon sandwiches you eat when you eat when everybody else eats i said come on it's a bacon sandwich get out of here you know this is not the royal navy and he said mr ahern you will leave the ship immediately and he called out the tender from harwich and he actually ordered me off the ship so we uh i sailed back to harwich and i called Ronan o'reilly who was the owner and said ronan i've been sent off the ship and he said, "Oh." Holy mother of God, Michael, what have you done now? And I said, well, it was nothing. I said, I was making a bacon sandwich. He said, what? I said, oh, I was making a bacon sandwich, and the captain didn't like it. He threw me off the ship, and he said, uh, crazy, and, and I'll be down there. So Roland arrived an hour and a half later. He gets on the tender, and we both go back to the ship, and this is now the middle of the night. And uh, we get alongside the Mi Amigo, and all the searchlights come on, and... Uh, Lorna says, get on board. And the captain says, if he comes on the ship, I am leaving. So Lorna said, he's coming on. You can leave. And they're having this stand-up fight. And I had one foot on the Mi Amigo and one foot on the tender. The taste you enjoy
5: with Tipped
6: tip weights, three and six for 20. Thank you very much indeed, sir. And right now on Radio Caroline, the time is 3 minutes to 5 to 6. That makes it 8 minutes to 6 o'clock when we have the news. And at 6 o'clock, I do believe Graham Webb will be along with the action show.
3: Peter Phillips and Ray Clark broadcasting live from the Ross Revenge on Breeze this Sunday morning. 26 minutes past 10. I am Peter Phillips. Very good morning to you. We had some characters passing through uh, the Radio Caroline organisation over the years, and we'll be hearing from many of them during the course of today. Uh, One from whom we probably won't hear again was a guy we called Dave the Coat. He showed up on a tender as a disc jockey, as so many did, and uh, he he looked kind of pale when he showed up. He'd obviously had a pretty rough ride, and, and we showed him straight to his cabin. He closed the door, and he didn't emerge for a very long time, and after about 24 hours, we went in to see if he was all right and he was still wearing the coat that he'd arrived in and uh, he was still slumped in his bunk, looking very ill. Uh, We told, told him it was time to go on the air and he refused, saying that he was too ill. He wouldn't eat and he wouldn't work and after a week, he was a talking point. He was the talking point of the ship. And one night, after we hadn't seen him for a very long time, a ghostly figure was spotted wandering around on the bridge. It was he, still in the coat, he was He was told that if he couldn't do his job, he certainly couldn't go around playing with the kit on the bridge. And we sent him back to his cabin heartlessly. Uh, somebody said, what if he was uh, using the ship to shore? What, for goodness sake, if he was a spy? It was possible. We didn't know. And we, we were all very cloak and dagger in those days. And um, it really, uh, it was uh, just coincidence. And it added considerably to our uncertainty that about an hour or two later... What turned out to have been a completely unrelated incident occurred. It was June 87,
7: and uh, we'd moved from the um, Knock Deep um, into uh, the Falls, the Falls Head. And we'd been there a while, so we, we were creating a lot of interest. I mean, we were interested in seeing ships that were coming by us because as anybody knows who's worked on, on Caroline in the 70s and 80s, out in the Sea there was never anything for years. The occasional fishing smack, the, the odd dredger, nothing of any great interest. But out there, it was literally the world going by you. But around this time, the Belgian Maritime Rescue Service, with a Sea King helicopter, came out one day. They, they'd been circling several ships that were out in that vicinity, including the Olau Britannia and many others that were around that day. But they decided to use um, the Ross as a, a point of an exercise point without really telling us. They, they they hovered nearby. They they waved their arms and legs, and we you know we thought, are they going to you know either board us and we're all dead or something or whatever? But they started to lower a man, a man from the uh, the hatch, and he came down on this metal you know cable winch. This cable then began to become a secondary for Caroline, and you know I've seen thousands and remember there's two services going out at this time, something like. A combination of 50,000 watts was zooming around in the air and they all leapt onto this cable and it it, it, fine until it hit there was nothing would happen until it hit the deck there's a cable lowered itself towards the deck there was a mighty crash and it it was absolutely incredible there was flashes and sparks and flames and and this guy just you know it, it was thank God he was insulated because he was in a rubber suit a diver suit but he went straight back up and a bottle of whiskey allegedly smashed against the side of the ship something certainly did smash against the side of the ship and from well, as far as we know he was bringing us down some whiskey and some goodies and all, all we did in, in, turn, in return really was uh, electrocute the man
2: The good songs all the time on breeze and the reason that we play good music is because we heard caroline do it first in fact if it hadn't have been for caroline you wouldn't have breeze or capital radio or radio clyde or brmb or piccadilly radio and i could go on and on and on and probably will before the day is finished we're broadcasting live from the ross revenge uh, home of caroline uh, throughout the 80s uh, we're anchored at the moment in the river blackwater that's where we intend staying at least for today anyway myself ray clark formerly mick williams and peter phillips formerly Peter Phillips. Uh, if you'd like to come out and join us and join in the magic of these broadcasts today, the Snow Goose from Bradwell Marina and other assorted boats are operating trips around the Ross Revenge. Five pounds is the cost for adults, three pounds for children, and uh, you can have a lovely afternoon or lunchtime just cruising on the River Blackwater. Just head for Bradwell Marina and join in the fun. A word of warning, uh, put another jersey on. I think it could be a good idea, but apart from that, it's
3: all plain sailing. Plain sailing now with Peter Phillips. Yeah, that we- is a bit brisk out there, isn't it, Ray? It no, just a little, brings yeah. Brings back memories. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting here, a couple of old buffers, just wallowing in nostalgia. Um, we went, actually, the pair of us, to a, a celebration bash last night. Many thanks to Ray Anderson for a fine evening last night. load of old buffers chewing the fat, as it were. As it were. That's, that's <laughs> not a <really laughs> That's <laughs> not The beef was much well. nicer the than the that. The beef was very fine. <laughs> But anyway, uh, it was, that, was, that was fine. But the trouble was that the disco was a little bit loud, as discos sometimes are. Uh, and you know how it is. You bump into old friends and you have a good natter. And if the music is too loud, you just shout a bit louder. And then the upshot of it is that I'm a little bit gruff this morning. And by six o'clock this evening, I fully anticipate being entirely hoarse, or perhaps may have lost my voice entirely, to the, to the relief of many, I'm sure. Uh, well, we should say, though, whilst we're indulging ourselves in this trip down memory lane that not everybody knows the history of Radio Caroline. Perhaps they should. And so, Ray Clark has put together a potted history of the thing.
2: The story goes that Ronan O'Reilly, unable to find radio promotion for singer and musician Georgie Fame, decided to start his own radio station. He found a ship, it was fitted out with radio equipment, and Caroline was on the air. It wasn't quite as straightforward as that, but if I told you the whole story, we'd be here all day. (coughs)
6: This is Caroline on 199, your all day music station. The sound of music all day, every day, on
5: 199 meters medium
2: wave. Now, whilst preparations for Caroline were being made, another radio station run by Australian music publisher Alan Crawford was racing to get on the air. Caroline was first, but Radio Atlanta wasn't far behind.
3: Where the good sounds continue to roll here at 201, 201 meters, remember music. The good ship,
5: Radio Atlanta. I couldn't sleep at all last night. Hello, lovely.
2: You're looking mighty fine. Nice of you to say so. After a couple of months of competition between the two stations, they decided to merge. The original Caroline ship, the Fredericia, went north to the Isle of Man and became Caroline North, and the Atlanta ship, the Mi Amigo, stayed where she was, off Frinton and became Caroline South. Ah, yes, the Caroline Bell, just so that you knew which station you were tuned to. Good idea, and very nautical. The two Carolines settled down quite happily, playing all sorts of strange music, big band music, middle-of-the-road standards, and pop music as well, and they were doing this quite happily, even though Radio Such came along and one or two other strange stations from the ports in the Thames, but it wasn't until Radio London appeared that they decided to get their act together. (laughs) Radio London knew what they were about. Backed by Americans with vast radio experience, they intended to show Britain what commercial radio really should sound like. And besides that, they had good, expensive jingles. So Caroline thought perhaps they ought to have jingles as well.
4: This is Radio Caroline, 14
5: hours a day. This is Radio Caroline, 14 hours a day. Music all day and every day. Radio
2: Caroline, and De Good, weren't they? Uh, then they decided that perhaps they'd be better off pinching somebody else's jingles. Wherever you go.
3: From Breeze, All at Sea, a tribute to 30 years of Radio Caroline.
2: 11 minutes to 11, live from the Ross Revenge, anchored in the River Blackwater, Ray Clark and Peter Phillips, looking at the history of the world's most famous radio station. The ship that we're sitting on now, the Ross Revenge, has had a fair few trials and tribulations, especially in the most recent years, the last five years or so, uh, but that's nothing to the life and times of the Mi Amigo, which in 1964 became Radio Caroline South and uh, appeared off the English coast and the Dutch coast, on and off, between uh, 1964 and 1970 or was it 1980 when she eventually sank? 1980, I'll go for that. Uh, she was in a bit of a state, it has to be said, in the early 70s. Johnny Jason uh, was an Australian disc jockey or a disc jockey, British disc jockey that appeared from Australia on these shores and decided to work for Caroline when the Mi Amigo was anchored off the Dutch coast. I hope you're taking notes, because this is awfully complicated. He wasn't over-impressed with the condition of the Mi Amigo when he first arrived.
5: Well, I mean, the state of the ship when I arrived was really... I mean, it really was a rusting old hulk, and it was moored off Skavening um, in Holland at the time. We had Radio Veronica near us, about two miles away, and on the, uh, in the other direction, two miles away, Radio North Sea International. And um, obviously great excitement, and to be on this very famous ship... Mi Amigo. Um, when I arrived, actually, my first impression there was to meet this very long-haired and that sort of thing and, and uh, to be confronted by this sort of guy in greasy overalls and saying, hello, I'm the captain. And I really, I, I thought, crikey, this, what, is, what sort of setup is this?
7: Quite an abrupt ending to that one. Might nice want to
5: open up the show with, too. Takes us back a few years, doesn't it? It's Johnny Jason. That's right. Thank you, Tony. I'll be here till 10 o'clock. Around about that time, I went to America because my brother works there and came back with the Doobie Brothers album, uh, The Captain and Me, now it hadn't been released in england i believe at that time when we came out to caroline i had it obviously hot in my hand I thought the crowd this is amazing i must play it put it on the air and i i'm not saying i was responsible for launching them in england but they certainly became very very big after very soon after that so it was just a lucky sort of thing now whether anyone was taking any any notice of us playing it on caroline is another story but that certainly had an effect as far as that record is concerned <laughs>
2: Celebrating the music played on Radio Caroline over the last three decades. This is Breeze. We're also celebrating the fact that it's Caroline's 30th birthday and one or two guests uh, popping in to see us throughout the day, one of which, a name from the past in this part of the world anyway, is Kevin Turner, but uh, actually big and strong in Salisbury. Is that right, Kevin?
1: That's the idea now, yes. I must admit,
2: if you'd said to me a, a few months ago even you'd be standing in this studio again, I, I really wouldn't have believed it. It's, um, it's hardly changed, too. That's the amazing thing. I was out here 86 and 87,
1: and... Uh, It is all just as i remember it it is quite amazing
2: and the other thing i've noticed is that i still turn the wrong buttons off at the wrong time
1: (laughs) so kevin any
2: special memories i mean it's like trying to ask you about the the history of the world as i mentioned earlier in two seconds flat but what memories have you got of caroline i suppose probably right at the end unfortunately when the tower came crashing down and i think you're going to cover that a little bit later on um right at the beginning too my first trip out which was january 86 i was really thrown in with a baptism of fire i've been on board about two weeks and we lost the anchor chain and uh, then went careering up and down the North Sea in, in what was one, one heck of a gale. Uh, lasted all night, really. And that's the sort of thing that you never forget in a hurry. Uh, pleased to say that uh, we seem to be fairly stable today. Well, I'm just a little worried. If you're on the ship once and we lost an anchor chain and once and the, the mast came down. What's you... number three going to be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps we'll put you in charge of making teas later. Before the lights go out, it's me, isn't it? But uh, going back, we've got a 30 seconds or so before the next song comes in up to the 11 o'clock news. Uh, it was yourself and Peter Phillips that sort of took charge of things for a, a fair old while as far as music was concerned, wasn't it? I Came out and uh, he'd been basically responsible for uh, updating the format. I suppose is the best way of putting it. Um, and yes, uh, I was lucky enough to be asked if I'd take over when he went off for a bit of shore leave. And uh, between the pair of us, it was what a, a couple of years that we uh, we ran it so like that. We
3: were that. a team for a couple
2: of years. Yes and still a team now here on uh, caroline our all at sea tribute to 30 years of radio caroline from breeze the news as i mentioned coming up at 11 o'clock in the next hour we'll hear from the likes of nick richards keith skews tom anderson and dave lee travis but now we go back to the 60s all at sea on breeze from
3: caroline good morning to you Ten minutes past eleven now, this Sunday morning. We are Breeze from the Ross Revenge, and a very good morning to you. Uh, I'm Peter Phillips, and Ray Clark from Breeze is also with me in the studio, the old Radio Caroline studio on the Ross Revenge. If you've just tuned in, it's only fair to tell you what's going on. Radio Caroline is 30 years old today well close to today anyway and breeze is marking the occasion with a special broadcast we've been going since 10 we're doing this until six o'clock this afternoon and um, we'll be playing quite a lot of interviews with the people who were involved over the years which will maybe give you some idea of what life was like on board and behind the scenes and we'll also be playing some music from caroline's glory days caroline was always very popular in essex indeed for most of her first 25 years she was actually anchored off the essex coast a local lad familiar to you perhaps for having worked in the county both on and offshore is nick richards he's a brilliant broadcaster who served for many years on both the mi amigo and this the ross revenge and uh, sometimes as he will tell you in this interview the novelty wore a bit thin
1: probably one of the things that most people didn't enjoy about working for caroline was being left out on the ship for longer than you'd planned or longer than you'd been told by the office you were going to be out there Um, there were ways around it certain songs would often be very popular at those sort of times Take Me Home, Phil Collins Won't Get Fooled Again, The Who Uh, Sloop John B, The Beach Boys those kinds of things that used to (laughs) prompt action of one sort or another remember one occasion when the chief engineer had actually left the, the ship he was going off and uh, some other people had come on board the ship. So uh, somebody had made this decision to uh, go and try and just tweak up the transmitter just a little bit more, get a little more power out of it. The idea being that the engineer wouldn't notice by the time he was on air. He would think, well, that's how he left it, and he wouldn't know any difference. Well, (laughs) that was the plan. And we went down, and I think somebody did tweak it up just a little bit. And uh, there must have been about four or five of us down in uh, the transmitter hold, which was quite slow down at the front of the ship. And we had a couple of the Dutch people just wandering around curiously because there was an area of the ship they never really wandered into. There were studios and their cabins, and that was about it. Um, and one of them decided to open one of these huge cabinets, which was part of the transmitter. And it, it's, a, it's a, a huge cabinet with dials and coloured lights on. And this particular guy just opened it. And although we didn't know it at the time, it was an elaborate trip, there was the most almighty bang... ...a blue flash across the top of the transmitter cabinets... ...and you'd never seen five or six more worried men... ...trying to run up a, a vertical uh, ladder so quick. Uh, what it did was it, it knocked the station off the air. Uh, we all thought we'd blown the bottom out of the ship... ...and we were about to sink in minutes. So people were doing checks alongside the deck... ...leaning over, see, like, oh, is this water getting any higher? <laughs> it was only when another transmitter engineer was out there... ...at one point, told us that, that a particular engineer... ...did have a habit of laying rather elaborate traps... We thought we were sunk. We thought, some famous radio stations were the 60s, 70s and 80s and we've just sunk it in about 20 seconds, but it wasn't the case, though. Look an eye open for the new Latin Quarter LP to be called Modern Times. That's No Rope As Long As Time. Pretty definitely that one will be on there. Gary Puckett in the Union Gap with Young Girl. Before that, it's 11.23 here at Caroline on the North Sea. It's Sunday. And us and John and Frank Ellis?
0: Breeze AM then, and All at Sea. That really is one of my favourite pieces of radio. It's right up there. Uh, I just love the atmosphere. I like... um uh, you know, I think Peter Phillips, Ray Clark, fabulous uh, presenters. I love the guests, I love the stories, and uh, the music was just brilliant. I'm really sorry that, uh, of course, obviously for copyright reasons, we had to chop the music out. Uh, I have, uh, I think, four parts. I think I pretty much got most of it. So uh, you yeah. know, if uh, if you if you like to hear the whole thing and you haven't. Um, you can't find it anywhere, then by all means drop me an email to, uh, to Jeff Martin Media 220 at gmail.com. And I'll see what I can do, or maybe I'll upload it to Mixcloud or something like that. But if you'd like to hear the whole lot, uh, and it's really, I'd like to listen to it at the summer. I think, as I said to Ray, um, you know, there's nothing I enjoy than on a nice summer's evening going out, uh, maybe having a read of a book or just sitting there with a, a drink or something and listening to that again. It's just a fabulous, um, fabulous piece of uh, of radio. So on to this little thing now from Radio Veronica that I've now discovered is Teenage Express. And uh, But other than that, I don't know. I, I know that um, it was on the end of a, a tape that I was looking for something else, and I thought, this is quite an exciting bit of radio. As I say, it's got a male and female presenter. The ads, are, there's a pretty much an advert in every link, uh, which I have left in as well. So if anyone who knows anything about this, uh, they could let me know, and I can update my, my records on my uh, archive. Um, as I say, it's from 1964. Uh, it's called uh, Teenage Express from Radio Veronica. Have a listen, see what you think.
8: Radio Veronica, up on the 92 meter. Countdown. 10 seconds to firing. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four,
7: three, two, one. 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3,
9: Radio Veronica's <laughs> teenager music Express. Veronica's Teenager Muziek Express, een platen show voor alle tieners in Nederland en België... gepresenteerd door Radio Veronica in samenwerking met het grootste muziekblad in de Benelux, Muziek Express.
8: Muziek Express, zojuist verscheen het prachtige aprilnummer van Maandblad Muziek Express... met foto's en fotoreportages van de Dave Clark Five, Ada Bo, Cliff Richard en Shadows... Johnny Hallyday, Esther en Abraham Ovarim en Connie Francis.
9: Muziek Express met natuurlijk veel foto's rond de Beatles. Muziek
8: Express met hittips van Joost de Draijer, de programma's van Radio Veronica... ...de nieuwste songteksten en het laatste nieuws uit Hollywood van Jan Sturm.
9: Het aprilnummer van Muziek Express met schitterende kleurenfoto's van Elvis Presley... ...Johnny Hallyday, Pat Boone, George Shacruz, François Zaidy, Bobby V, Charles Aznavour, Adamo en de Beatles...
8: Muziek Express. Het aprilnummer is thans overal verkrijgbaar voor 60 cent. Vraag dus express naar maandblad... Muziek Express. Good De swinging blue jeans begonnen de reis vanmiddag met hun nieuwste succes. Good golly, Miss Molly.
9: Lux Tikalili is anders. Beter, smeuïg en vol heerlijke stukjes zuur. Wat het ook zij, Lux hoort erbij. Natuurlijk, ook vanmiddag weer onze teenager-toppers. Let op de tiende plaats, Gene Pitney, and 24 hours
8: from Classen. Smaren simpels, smaren simpels. Uw tapet weer droommooi met Carpex. Alleen aanbrengen,
9: zelfs niet nabreken.
8: Carpex, de wondershampoo voor uw tapet. Carpex.
9: Tieners, voor we verder gaan, dan ga ik eerst even technicus Karel van Huyten feliciteren. Je moet er ik weten, Karel is vader geworden en een hele trotse vader van een dochter. Uh, Karel van Huyten namens ons en uiteraard ook namens de teenagers. En uiteraard gaan onze beste wensen ook uit naar je vrouw Ria. Ria, beterschap en heel veel sterkte. En speciaal teenager topper nummer 9 dragen we op aan Ria. Watch what you do with my baby. de Nepalief, een kalf om half
8: uur, Luister aanstaande woensdag van half zeven tot kwart voor zeven naar de tips van Deze
9: party Nepali. de Nepalief, en kalf.
8: De achtste plaats is voor Cliff Richard in Spaanse sferen. Maria Nomas. Maria
9: Nomas. Noem kwaliteit bij de naam, Fasa.
8: Voor ondergoed, lingerie en bonneterie. Vaza Textiel voor heel het gezin.
9: Noem kwaliteit bij de naam. Ja, dat zeggen wij nu tegen de Dave Clark Five... ...op de zevende plaats met Glad All Over. Last van buisjes, Jacqueline. Hammeting, dan zebraline. En oh, zo makkelijk en leuk Heb je je huis weer terug?
8: De zesde plaats is voor
9: Mexico, voor Elvis Presley.
0: There we go, Radio Veronica, Teenage Express. And the actual date on the recording, I've just noticed, is a really significant date. Because it was actually recorded on the 28th of March of 1964 which just happened to be the date, if you cross the channel from the Dutch coast to the British coast, where the uh, radio revolution in the UK was about to begin. Because that, of course, was the date that uh, Radio Caroline started, the exact date. So uh, 28th of the 3rd of 1964. How uh, strange and wonderful. But if you know anything about that um, recording uh, and you can update me, please do let me know. Uh, So that's about it uh, for this version, uh, or this episode, of uh, Radio Rollback, uh, episode 36. But before I go, I need to tell you about episode 37, which I'm really excited about, because our very special guest... It's this guy. When it came alongside and uh, Chicago jumped aboard, I said to Chicago, are we going back on the air? He said, yes, tomorrow morning. I thought, blimey, we've got some work to do. Then, uh, you know, we did. Yes, I'm sure you recognise the voice of being johnny lewis who's had such an amazing career and he's still having an amazing career and uh yeah just had a chat to uh johnny Uh, that will be uh episode 37 the johnny lewis interview and it's so so uh good Uh, we were just chatting forever far too long Uh, but i'm really looking forward to bringing you that on episode 37 so and uh till then So until then, enjoy whatever you're doing and we'll be back with episode 37 very soon here at Radio Rollback. Thanks for listening to Radio Rollback Podcast. Don't forget to check out the back catalogue and use your podcast app
1: to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode.